Praise be Jesus and Mary. Now and forever. So there's there's a thought that um, you have to strive, you have to go, you have to be ambitious, you have to set your goals and reach for the stars and achieve your dreams. If you set your mind to it, you can do it. You hear that a lot as like in your life. I'm not even going to say these days. People have always said those kinds of things. Now, in particular, in our culture, it's everywhere. It's almost like it's a, it's a gospel or it's a dogma or it's a religion. It's the, it's the religion of man, really, that says that your will is the most important thing. And, and so, um, Jesus is telling us something very different in today's gospel. It is, um, where he talks about turning your cheek and, um, if somebody takes your cloak from you, don't expect it back or lend and don't expect anything back. Um, and he talks about how, um, if you, here we go. Instead, love your enemies and do good and lend without any hope of return. You will have a great reward and you will be sons of the Most High. For he himself is the kind, is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Um, and then it goes on to say, you know, do not judge and you will not be judged yourselves. Do not condemn. But then it says, give and there will be gifts for you. A full measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. This is one of my favorite parts in the whole gospel. Just imagine this. If you give, if you're generous, in other words, which means being generous with your time, being generous with your things, but being generous to take on one of your siblings' duties. It's not, well, I did my part, and all I had to do was wipe down the kitchen counter, and now I'm going to leave, right? That's giving and being generous is taking on something for someone else. And it's not eating the liturgy of the hours, Teddy. Take that email, please. (laughs) Generosity takes on many forms. As children, you don't have money to give. That's not the point. The point is that you give of your time, you give of your duty, you take on someone else's. If you walk by, girls, if you walk by the boys' bedroom in the morning and you see that that a bed is unmade, and you don't tell anybody, you just kind of slip in there and make it, or you clean up the floor, because their clothes from yesterday are all over. That's a form of generosity. But listen to what Jesus says. Give, and there will be gifts for you, a full measure, pressed down, like think of a bucket or a cup or something. It's like a full measure, pressed down into the cup, not just lightly, but pressed down into the measuring cup, shaken together and running over. It's almost like... If you're going to get like a, a bowl of granola or something, like you pour it in and then it's overflowing, you press it down, you pour some more and like, oh, here it is. And this stuff falling all out. <laughs> it's a, it meaning an excessive amount that the father will give you if you give to others. Not like, uh, no, mm-mm. that's all I have to do. I'm going to go away because I don't want to do anymore. And such and such has to do the other part. It says, it will be shaken together and running over. It will be poured into your lap because the amount you measure out is the amount you will be given back. And it talks about treasure in heaven too. That, of course, we you know make a, an exchange. You do things on this earth 
for heavenly treasure. But even now in this in this life, Jesus is in the Father and the Holy Spirit. They're generous beyond measure, and it's not just for heaven, although it is primarily for heaven. It's in this life too. And so, when you have the opportunity to be generous, to give, take it. Don't lose it. Think of ways to serve, to love, to very quietly and very privately, without letting anybody know that you're doing something good. The We've talked about this expression before, but what I'd like to encourage, and I need to model myself even more, of course, is what we call a contest of generosity. When it's a contest, that means that each child is trying, each person in the family, is trying to outdo the other person in generosity. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. So you know when you when y'all are kind of arguing and saying, well, I don't want to do it. He's supposed to. And I was like, well, who wants the treasure in heaven? And then for some reason, instantly, it changes, and you both get out of the coveted seat. You both put down the dessert that you want. You both run away like, oh, no, no, I want that. Because you remember, what's the better part? What's the greater good? It's not the thing. It's not the sweet little thing in this world. Or it's not the, the, the front seat in the car. There's one. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? Yeah. And so the thing is that when you're generous to the other person, you think, not for myself, but for the other person. You're always thinking about the other person. That is the, the heart and soul of love. St. Thomas Aquinas defines love, or Christian charity, as wanting the good for the other person. So when Jesus here says, give, and you will be given to, Johnny, then he's talking giving, which is the heart of love. Yes, sweet girl. Um, but that's thinking, it's not human respect though, right? How so? Because he said that... Um, you should always be thinking about the other person and stuff. Because mm-hmm. it's not human respect. Like, it's not thinking about what the other person um, is thinking of you. I know why he's not human respect. Yes, in just one second. Mm-hmm. Did you finish your question? Okay. So yes, I. Human respect is when you do something so that you get praise from other people or, or that mm-hmm. people will mm-hmm. think highly of you more, mm-hmm. right? But when you're generous to people, you just want them to feel happy or them to feel better, right? Right. So you have them in mind, not you. Well, exactly. And the devil will try and twist it, of course. So the devil will try and, if you do something good, then the devil will try and put a little idea in there to say, oh, you're doing this because you want to look like you're holy. Is that what you're talking about? Um, I was just thinking that in both scenarios, um, you're thinking about what the other person wants or needs or something. Or oh, yes. And really wants, mm-hmm. right? So you, you want to. So the the trick is that you that you get generous before the other person. It turns into a, like a big contest. You quietly and generously say, "Oh yeah, well, I know IU's going to want the front seat, so I'm just going to let him have it," <laughs> or vice versa. Or anyone. Well, exactly. So you just don't say anything. Just go. Buckle up in the back seat and yeah. leave it open, uh-huh. right? And see who does it. So those are the kind of things where you think ahead and you try and get generous. I yes. Not say, 
take it. I want to give it to you. Take this front seat take right. right now. Yeah, or like Emmy was saying, with human respect, which is you go up to the front seat and then you get in and you're like, and then you say, oh, actually, no, I was going to want it, so maybe I'll get out. And you talk about it so people uh -huh. hear you. <laughs> and that's human respect, uh -huh. right? It's, it's, it's a form of vanity where you want people to think that you're holy. But you've just lost your treasure when you do that. Daddy, yes. then what if, like, if we or I see, um, I even back seat and we realize what happened, um, mm -hmm. then do you, <laughs> do you leave the front seat open still? Well, I mean, if there's somebody else who might want it, you could, but the other thing, too, is just to not say anything mm -hmm. and to, to accept charity, uh -huh. right? So accept if I use being generous, go ahead. Accept the gift. Accept the gift, yes. Mm -hmm. And that way there's harmony. Mm -hmm. So if IU wants to give you the gift of the front seat and you see that he's already in the back and then you come and then you think, and you pray for him. Like you say, dear Jesus, um, thank you for IU's generosity. And then you pray for him. Like then there's real harmony. Like that's the way a Christian society works. Yes. Um, but then if you really want, then you figure it out and you really want to sit in the back seat. Because um, you realize then... It's a sacrifice for you to sit in the front seat too. It could be. That's right. Yeah. So then there, then you get, then you, I, you got his sacrifice, and you got yours too, because you wanted to be more generous. This is how the contest works. And actually, this is no joke. Like if you read Mary Vergreda or Anne Catherine Emmerich or uh, Sister Maria Bodge, who wrote the life of Saint Joseph, the mystical accounts of the Holy Family. This is how the Holy Family did it all the time, all the time. They would always look for ways to kind of outdo each other and who could be more generous. And you know who always won? That lady right there. She did. Mary always won. She even beat Jesus all the time because he let her. That's the greatest thing. And if you read some of these stories, they're so wonderful, y'all, on how they would try and outdo each other in generosity. That's the theme for today, a contest of generosity. Christ our King. The kingdom come.